In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is very good to be with all of you, my sons and daughters, on this octave day of the great celebration of Easter, the Divine Mercy Sunday, to bless the image of the Divine Mercy and worship the Lord God in the glory of the resurrection, to say my favorite preface of the year. Sidebar, what's the preface? The preface is that beginning of the great prayer of the Eucharist when the priest says, the Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. And the priest says the preface, speaking to God the Father. And in the Easter preface, I get to pray, He is the true Lamb who has taken away the sins of the world. By dying, He destroyed our death. By rising, He restored our life. Therefore, every land, every people exalts in your praise. That's the divine mercy. That's the gospel. That's the good news. We find ourselves, of course, in a context where sharing the good news is rather difficult. We do not visibly see every land and every people exalting in that praise. And so I'm asking you now on this Sunday to hold an image in your mind. Do not hold in your mind an image of a packed church. Rather, hold an image in your mind that everyone who comes to Sunday Mass is a disciple who is confident and competent in sharing their faith. You're going to hear those two words a lot. Confident and competent. Confident, strong enough and desire enough to share the faith. Competent, able to do so skillfully. Now to that end, I point out this happy document which is called, has a very romantic title, is called A Common Vision for Evangelization. Now, I'm going to lay a joyful duty upon you. Happily, the earlier masses picked the duty up, and so they took way more copies of this than I thought, and so we're almost out. However, fear not, you can go online and Google it. There are links to it on our Facebook page, and we'll have links on the website and I will email everyone who's on Flocknote a copy this week, right? But I would like everybody to, hear me aright, memorize this document by the first Sunday at Advent, right? Read it by the end of next week. It's not that long, right? Memorize it by the first Sunday, which is November 28th, right? So you got a little while. Lay on the beach, right? Get your sunglasses on and get a tan. This is the shiny paper, too, so it'll reflect up while you read it. Mm -hmm. Mow the lawn like this and read it, so on and so forth, all right? When your wife is babbling, just give her, say, read this to me instead, okay? Right? Memorize this because I'm not going to go into all the specifics of it. The common vision says in that, Acts the Apostles, the community of believers were of one mind and heart. A common vision to see things commonly. We're all different. We live in different places. We're different ages. We're different abilities. We know different people. Here's some things we might have in common. We might have family members who don't believe. We might have co-workers 
who don't believe. We might have friends and neighbors who don't believe. Have you ever found yourself in this sort of situation? Your next door neighbor who you like, you can talk, you know, barbecuing on the grill with him all the live long day. And you want to share the gospel with him, you just don't know how. This is something that helps. It is a beginning. It is not a plan. It is not a program. No more plans. No more programs. Let's see in a visionary way. The Bishop of Madison has asked every parish to form a leadership team. Our leadership team will be out at Camp Gray with many other leadership teams on April 24th. That's a Saturday, getting some particular formation. Then they're going to have me cracking the whip over them to make sure they have this memorized, right? Now, I'm not going to come to your house and give you quizzes. Unless you'd like, then I will. But if all of us can hold this common vision to become confident and competent in sharing the gospel, most of us here are desirous to do so. But if you ever found yourself, it just devolves into a religious fight. And next thing you know, we're stuck in the culture wars all over again, which have their place. But don't bring a lot of people to glorify the one who dying destroyed our death, rising restored our life. And so every land, every people exalts in his praise. Now the second thing, which is much more passive for you, this is directly active. The other one is a bit more passive. I wish to announce today that we have contracted, meaning St. Cecilia Parish has contracted with an organization called the Evangelical Catholic. The Evangelical Catholic is an organization that assists parish leadership in forming small group discipleship. Right? Again, imagine a parish where everyone who comes to Mass is A, confident and competent in sharing the Gospel, and B, has a number of small groups, small groups of people, four, six, eight people who are like you, in a similar spot of life you are, that come together to share and grow in faith, and who are led by people who are confident and competent in that. This is, again, not a program. It's an apostolic vision. It will not start tomorrow. Jesus Christ spent 50 days with his apostles before Pentecost, and they spent another two years in Jerusalem before they went out to the ends of the earth. Fair enough. We can make it at least to the first Sunday of Advent, yes? And do our own part, great or small. That part of the world where we can reach with the gospel, that part of our own minds where we can be formed and grow. Now all of this might seem like a great duty and rather a bit of work. Take good cheer. Every Lord's Day, every Sunday, the day of the resurrection, is the Holy Mass. And you know what? At the Holy Mass, eventually the priest shuts up and stops the sermon finally. And then we go to the altar and we confess that he is the true Lamb who took away the sins of the world. By dying, he destroyed our death. By rising, he restored our life. Therefore, every land, every people exalts in his praise. And we pray and adore and worship. And then we come 
right? Those of you who've been around the last couple weekends, we come not to the altar rail, we come to the spiritual honeymoon suite and have intimate union with Jesus in Holy Communion. Intimate union. Some of us might need intimate union with Jesus in the confessional first, but intimate union with Jesus to strengthen us as we strive to become competent, confident disciples who can spread the gospel to every corner of the earth and have the great joy to adore and worship the one who by dying destroyed our death and rising restored our life, Jesus Christ our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.